You're listening to season two of Kids Cue the Music, a podcast where we talk to musicians, composers, performers, and kids. Kids like you. We're asking the questions you've always wondered but never had the chance to ask. And we'll listen to music to see what makes it so interesting and fun and sometimes strange. Because music is for you. I am your co-host, Arlene. And I am your co-host, Rebecca Lane, Sarah's mom and director and owner of the Lane School of Music. Let's Let's cue the music. Music. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Kids Cue the Music. I am your co-host Rebecca Lane, and I am your co-host Starlight. And do you know what we're doing today, Zara? Now we're doing spooky music <laughs> because it's getting close to Halloween. <laughs> so classical music has a lot of spooky music. Often the spooky music has like a creepy story that goes along with it. And that's what makes it spooky. So we're going to listen to some spooky music today. We have four different pieces of spooky classical music. And Zara, I would just be delighted if you could kind of rate it on a scale of one to ten. Zero or sorry, one being not very scary sounding at all. And ten being incredibly spooky. Okay. And maybe you can tell us what you think is happening. Because most of them have a story that go along with them. So maybe you can say, like, I think the story is something like this, like, because of the music. Then after you tell me what you think is happening, I'll tell you what the composer was thinking when he wrote the spooky music. So how do you know what he was thinking if you're not the composer? Because often they go along with... Did you read people's minds? Well, no, because they the, the music was written to accompany some sort of story, like an opera or ballet or something like that so there's an actual story and there's something spooky happening at the same time but when you just listen to the music you can't tell what the story is so you can't see anything Mm. okay all right so the first one is dolls macabre by camille sansoff let's listen to it so weird cloak but you can barely, you can barely see the hands do you think the ghost is a good violinist it must be this doesn't really sound very creepy at all i think at midnight they come to do a dance off okay so judging by the video it looks like they're doing a dance off because that's exactly what they're doing the skeletons look so weird like their arms are so skinny okay scale of one to ten how creepy is it i feel like i've heard it before how creepy is it are you scared no not really so if one is not creepy at all and ten is super creepy, like I mean, I mean, I mean, I I I like it. I I I have heard that piece before. I think. Mm. Not with the video though. So how creepy? You know, I mean, out of- the first time I heard it when I was I was probably at school. Mm-hmm. You're just listening to it with classical music in the background doing work, and it did not. I was just like, oh, this is just a teacher playing music. You didn't think it was creepy? Yeah. Okay, so how creepy would you rate it on a scale of one to ten? Um, not creepy. So. Two, three. Okay, creepy. Yeah. Two, three. 
seven, like funny, creepy, funny, creepy, interesting. Okay. So like, yeah, funny, creepy. Okay. So like, it sounds like the nutcracker. It does sound a little bit like the nutcracker. So this is written by Camille Sesson and it's called Das Macabre. What does Das Macabre mean? Das Macabre, good question, means macabre is like, a, it's a French word for like morbid or something. What is morbid? Like deathly dance. Das means dance and macabre means like creepy, deathly, yeah. morbid dance. Okay, so it's based on a legend that death appears at Halloween at midnight. And so this piece begins with 12 harps notes, which represents the clock. And then the skeletons rise from their graves and dance for death. So the solo violin that you heard. Yeah, it, it was a dance violin. Yes. So, and then, and then, and then the ghost just came up and he was like, <laughs> so the solo violin that you heard was representing death. Okay. At the end of the piece, and we'll put the clip in the notes. At the end of the piece, there's a rooster crowing and that means that it's done. And they have to go back to their grave. Yeah, because that, that's what it's like in the witches. Actually, no, it's not. It's kind of like that in the BFG, though, because the giant... You know, have you read the BFG one? Oh, that He's book. Like, cause, yeah, because yeah, it's the witching hour. And then... What's the author of that book again? I think it's Roald Dahl. Yes, yes. yes yeah, right. we, we have a whole collection of those books. And then, like, because like, at the witching hour, it's like like big things come. Mm-hmm. Big cloaks and comes with a huge trumpet. And I'm not going to spoil the book. Okay. Because I haven't, I, I haven't even read it. We haven't finished it. I started it. Okay, so we're going to move on to the second creepy piece, which is Night on Bald Mountain. Yes, Night on Bald Mountain by Rimsky-Korsakov. Let's listen to it first. A bald mountain. I like. I can already tell them I like the other one more. This looks like Batman. Kind of. This looks like an evil version of Batman. Is it creepy? Is the music itself creepy? Mm. You know what it sounds like? That's like a weird marching band. It's like the town. And then like the weird skeleton ghosts come out. Batman again. They just pop out of the graveyard, I guess. What is that? I can't even make out what it is. So I guess he just covers everything with his dark shadow. Everything. We think that he wants to come out. This cartoon video makes a lot of sense. Okay. Creepy factor? We five. Five. Okay, so only a little bit creepy. It's 
not funny, creepy like the other. The other one was hilarious and creepy. Interesting. And this one was like five. Five out of ten in creepiness. Five. Okay, so the story that goes with Night on Bald Mountain is that it's depicting a Russian legend of a witch's Sabbath on St. John's Night, which I think is the same thing as Halloween. And so if you listen to the whole thing, and again, we'll put the link in the show notes, you'll hear church bells at the end, which signifies daybreak and the resolution of the peace. And that all it always has something. Like it's either a church bell, a rooster, it's always something. Yeah, so that you know that it's morning because those are uh, morning sounds. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Moving on yeah. to the next one is J.S. Bach, Takata and Fugue in D minor. We, Let's listen to this. I hope you will all recognize this one. organs in my school has okay creepy factors are how creepy is this not really not really very cre- creepy it, it's like classical to me uh, interesting this piece has been used in so many like creepy movie scenes really yeah and so like most people associate it with creepiness but you're right if just listening to the music it's not actually that creepy and you may recognize it like, did you recognize it I, I at first i thought it was gonna be yeah, I remember that actually some people at my school, I don't know, like if somebody intruded into the, our side yard, the alarm would be that song. Really? Yeah, Beethoven's Fifth. Okay, but what about over and over this one, Takata and Fugue? What does it mean? Takata and Fugue, so that's a good question, actually. A Takata is, I think it's probably some sort of like improvised, I don't know, it's not really a dance, but it's like a... It probably was originally a dance. Anyway, and then the part that comes after, which we didn't really listen to right now, is the fugue, which has like all these different intermingling parts that kind of sing the same mm-hmm. song. So it's not a super creepy piece of music, but it has become known for its creepiness. And a lot of you listening will recognize it. In Kids Cue to Music Season 1, this was the clip used at the beginning of Pasta or Composer. Oh, yeah. Aha. Yeah. Okay. So, moving on to our final piece, which is called In the Hall of the Mountain King by Edvard Grieg. This is one of my all-time favorite pieces of music, I have to say. Is it going to get really, really loud? It does get super loud, yeah. It starts super quiet and it gets super loud. 
greatest thing ever. The shadows are supposed to look really creamy, I guess. So on a scale of one to ten, creepy factor. Maybe six. Six. Okay. Okay. So this is one of the creepier ones for you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like I like the one with the skeleton, but playing the violin the most. Though. Yes. I mean, was the music actually creepy though, or just the? I, I just we watched it. it. I just liked it. Yeah. So this one, written by Grieg, was it's part of a whole suite of pieces, and it's actually like a really really fun suite to play. It's called Piergen Suite, written for orchestra, symphony orchestra. And it's one of the first pieces of music I ever played in a symphony orchestra when I was a kid. So fun. Anyway, the story that goes along with this piece of music was actually, it was actually a play at first. And Grieg wrote music to go along with it. I don't think anyone has really ever performed the play. Like that's not been a popular thing, but the piece of music has become really popular that went along with it. And in this part in the play, you know, the main character is kind of entering a mountain where an evil king lives and I think he like wakes him up and there's a chase scene. I, mean, or something like that. I think all those, all the big villains in the last two just look like weird version of Batman, really. Yeah, I mean, we were watching silly cartoons of them. I know, they look, they look, they look like Batman. Yeah, so we're going to link to yeah, all the like videos Batman we watched. Myself, but I mean, it looks like Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at the end of this, is, this guy looks like a yellow Batman wearing a red cape. Interesting. Okay, okay, yeah, I can see it. So we'll link to all of the videos that we watched in the show notes so that you can watch it too, because they are super fun. They're really cartoony and silly. And you can see what some people thought the story should be that goes along with those pieces. of And the weird Batman. And the weird Batman that Zara saw. And you can rate them too. We want to know what you think. So let us know. You can find us on social media at Lane School of Music on Instagram. It might be too creepy. It might be too creepy. Do you think for smaller kids? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. I think you can probably handle it. Really? Yeah, it's not super creepy. When I'm not a smaller kid. If you're worried, maybe your grown-up should watch it first to make sure. If you're you're worried, it might be too scary. They can have your grown-up watch it first. They're not very long clips. That's it for today's episode of Kids Cue the Music. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Kids Cue the Music. If you've enjoyed this episode, leave us a review. Your reviews help more people like you find our podcast. Don't forget to follow us on iTunes and follow us on social media at Lane School of Music. I'm Zara Lane. And I'm Rebecca Lane. See you next time on Kids Cue the Music. music.